Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 200. Bitter philosophy, but he suspected it was the being dead that made you bitter. He went upstairs to the main house where a number of middle-aged women were putting saran wrap on casserole dishes, popping the Tupperware tops onto plastic pots of cooling fried potatoes and macaroni and cheese. Mr. Goodchild, the husband of the deceased, had Mr. Ibis against a wall and was telling him how he knew none of the children would come out to pay their respects to their mother. The apple don't fall far from the tree, he told anyone who would listen to him. The apple don't fall far from the tree. That evening, Shadow laid an extra place at the table. He put a glass at each place and a new bottle of Jameson Gold in the middle of the table. It was the most expensive Irish whiskey they sold at the liquor store. After they ate, a large platter of leftovers left for them by the middle-aged women, Shadow poured a generous tot into each glass, his, Ibises, Jackals, and Mad Sweeney's. So what if he's sitting on a gurney in the cellar, said Shadow as he poured. On his way to a pauper's grave, tonight we'll toast him and give him the wake he wanted. Shadow raised his glass to the empty place at the table. I only met Mad Sweeney twice, alive, he said. The first time I thought he was a world-class jerk with the devil in him. The second time I thought he was a major fuck-up and I gave him the money to kill himself. He showed me a coin trick I don't remember how to do. Gave me some bruises and claimed he was a leprechaun. Rest in peace, Mad Sweeney. He sipped the whiskey, letting the smoky taste evaporate in his mouth. The other two drank, toasting the empty chair along with him. Mr. Ibis reached into an inside pocket and pulled out a notebook, which he flipped through until he found the appropriate page, and he read out a summarized version of Mad Sweeney's life. According to Mr. Ibis, Mad Sweeney had started his life as the guardian of a sacred rock in a small Irish glade over 3,000 years ago. Mr. Ibis told them of Mad Sweeney's love affairs, his enmities, his enmities, the madness that gave him his power. A later version of the tale is still told all. And that's our page. Shadow arrives upstairs in time for the end of the Goodchild wake, where Mr. Goodchild has cornered Ibis now instead of Jackal. He drops the apple doesn't fall far from the tree maxim, and I'm ready to be free of Mr. Goodchild. It's not temporal, it's not terribly empathetic of me, but at the same time, I'm tired of his character. Jackal was right. Lila did get awake in the front room. I don't think of what he said previously as a prophecy, but he's definitely got an eye for seeing the future based on what he told Shadow when we first met him in his grim form. Shadow gets a bottle of Jameson Gold for Sweeney's Wake. Retail price seems to be about $80 for a bottle, but the whiskey has been discontinued, at least in the U.S., and bottles trade for significantly more online currently. The idea of a pauper's grave is a legal term in the U.K. to refer to a public health funeral, that is, a funeral that is paid for by the local authority in lieu of a family member due to lack of money or possibly lack of a family member. In this case, I think it's an interesting question. Who buries the gods? Sandman, of course, has an answer to this question, but I can't discuss it here without getting into heavy spoilers for Sandman as well as just kind of getting far, far off the page. But I think we'll see a bit of this answer later on in the novel. And you could also just read Sandman and you can experience the Necropolis Litharge for yourself. Is it Litharge? I'm not sure. Either way, I might have said it wrong. Read Sandman. Shadow toasts and goes over his rather short memories of Sweeney. Shadow does take the blame for killing Sweeney, at least indirectly, saying that he gave him the money that allowed Sweeney to kill himself. And then he ends it by Sweeney, by saying that Sweeney claimed he was a leprechaun, which I think is kind of funny after everything Shadow's seen at this point. I know he's very tall, Shadow, but you gotta take these things at face value, I think at least a little bit. 
We get some historical detail from Ibis's notes. Sweeney originally appeared in Ireland more than 3,000 years ago, so he's been around for a while, and I bet that makes Shadow feel pretty shitty about giving away that coin, huh? Also, he's a guardian of a glade, and so that gives us a little more insight as to why Sweeney would be considered a god. I may discuss this on tomorrow's episode, actually. I haven't looked at my notes for ever. But there's certainly something to be said about Sweeney being a god in his own country, even though he was not one by the time he made it to America. He was brought over, at least, as a god, it seems. But that's more of a discussion for tomorrow's episode, I think. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash worldbeyondpodcast. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.